Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text hope NY in New York. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at deloitte.com/techcareers and engineer your future at Deloitte. everybody and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. It's Emerson Phillips joined by staff writer Colin Taylor for a look at Gamecock Baseball. We got your 2018 Gamecock Baseball primer today with practice getting underway on Friday of last week and the Gamecocks did have three scrimmages over the weekend under new head coach Mark Kingston. Colin uh, pitching heavy on Friday. Apparently the pitchers dominated and uh, the hitters kind of got into the swing of things on Saturday with double digit hits and runs. And then Sunday's scrimmage was postponed until Monday due to the rain that we had over the weekend here in the capital city. So, Colin, bring us up to speed on Gamecock baseball. We're 18 days from the season opener. The Gamecocks will take on VMI in the lid lifter. That's Friday, February 16th, 4 o'clock, first pitch at Founders Park. And that'll be the first game of the Mark Kingston era. So, new age, new era for Gamecock baseball here, Colin, and they got started with practice on Friday. Yeah, and um, I think everyone's kind of, you know, fans, the coaching staff and the players are all kind of anxious and ready to end these scrimmages and kind of get to playing um, just because there's kind of so much talk about, you know, what Kingston's team is going to look like and all that. So I think the entire team is ready to kind of get going. Um, but they've looked uh, a lot. Some of the pitches have looked really good. Some have looked shaky, obviously, um, 
and the, the hitting's coming along. I think that you know the offense has looked really good over the last couple of days, um, which is indicative of how you know Kingston and his staff coaches the hitters. Um, so uh, I think it'll be a fun season. Uh, this team's kind of shown a lot of promise uh, of what it could turn into uh, this season over the first, I guess, you know, three scrimmages of the preseason. Colin, a lot of emphasis on the pitching staff on this first weekend of preseason practice. And reading from your article that's on GamecockCentral.com right now, every pitcher on the Gamecock staff threw at least one inning this weekend? Yeah, and, you know, they've even thrown some guys twice, you know, just to see how they react in, I guess, bullpen situations if they have to come in after a few days, um, how their arm handles it. So, you know, John Gilreep. Uh, Hunter Lomas and Corey Stone or some of the and Cam Tregali or some of the guys along with a few others on from Monday scrimmage that threw on Friday uh, just to see how their arm handles it and um, it, it's kind of the staff's way of testing out bullpens and how these pitchers can take care of their arms over a few days and come back just a few days later so um, it, it's good practice and uh, they're also testing out some guys some guys went more than one inning um, over the course of their outing. Uh, to see if they have kind of starter stuff and what it looks like second time through an order. So uh, it's, it's good for the pitchers, and it's, it's a good sign for the coaching staff if all the guys are. Um, the only pitcher that didn't was um, Cody Morris, who's being held out um, with just some tendonitis. They should be fine in the next couple of weeks. Um, so, you know, the, it's good practice for the, the staff to see what each pitcher has and good for the pitchers to get out on the mound. So, um it's good all the way around. Junior right-hander Adam Hill figures to be the ace of the Gamecock staff here in 2018. He's from T.L. Hanna High School in Anderson. He said he looked good this weekend. Yeah, I mean, he, he looked like a Friday night guy. Um, he's, uh, his fastball is obviously his go-to pitch, and that's kind of the pitch he works off of. Uh, but he's you know, thrown, you know, he's incorporated a curveball, he told me, into his arsenal that he's uh, pretty confident with. Um, and he has a couple other pitches that he, he toys around with, but you know he looks like a Friday night guy, and you know he has the velocity to be a Friday night guy, and the demeanor to be a Friday night guy. Um, and he he looked that way through you know, the first couple innings he was out on the mound. So um, I, I think there's a lot of room for improvement, obviously, if Adam Hill. But you know he 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 looks. <laughs> I mean, he he's had two years to groom under Clark Schmidt, Braden Webb, and Will Crow. And um, he's looked a lot like a Friday night guy the first couple of innings that I've seen him pitch uh, this winter and spring. Colin, we've got a handful of pitchers who are battling for the other two weekend starter slots. And we got to look at all these guys this weekend. And Ridge Chapman is a pitcher that Mark Kingston kind of singled out over the weekend, like what he saw from Ridge Chapman. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that there's going into it um, – a few of the freshmen were ahead of him, but he put together a pretty decent pitching performance, pretty good pitching performance on Saturday, and um, is now, I think, heavily even more uh, in the discussion for one of those weekend starter spots uh, because he, he has come along, and Kingston said in his posting or post-weekend comments that um, he's come a long way, and he's kind of dedicated, rededicated himself to getting in shape. And, um, his velocity's gone up on his fastball and uh he he's pitching uh back to what he was when he was at his best is what Kingston said. So um that that's good news for South Carolina and I think that, you know, right now if opening day was Friday, he'd probably be in your weekend rotation. 
Um, but that's just obviously my opinion. But um, he, he looked good uh, from what you know we saw on, on Saturday. A couple of other players who could be starters for the Gamecocks during weekend series this year are Carmen Majinski and Logan Chapman. Tell us about them, Colin. Yeah, and so they're, you know, both of them came to school after, you know, kind of being, I guess, lured by the pros. Uh, both decided to come to South Carolina. Um, and both were top 500 prospects by perfect game uh, coming in. Um, so these guys can pitch. These guys are pretty good. Um, both kind of, you know, low 90s right now with their fastball. They have really good demeanor on the mound. Um, and they're going to factor in in some way, shape, or form to this pitching staff, uh, whether it's on the weekend or uh, midweek starts or whatever. They're going to pitch this year just because of how talented they are. Um, I think that, you know, right now it, it's hard to tell which of those two is separating themselves or which one's separating themselves. But, you know, Chapman didn't have his best outing on Saturday. Um, kind of got roughed up in the first inning. Um, but, you know, Majinski's also kind of, you know, he had a pretty solid start. And I think, um, you know, it, it's really hard to tell. But, you know, I, I think Chapman um, has looked better as, as a whole. His stuff's a little bit better. So um, I think he's probably be factoring more to the weekend rotation. But uh, Majinski's also pitching really, really well. And we're going to see his fair share of innings too, if he doesn't fall him into that weekend rotation. Okay, there were three other pitchers, Colin, that got some work this past weekend that did not play during fall ball, and that's Graham Lawson, Sawyer Bridges from Somerville, and Gage Henson. Yeah, and, um, you know, I think all three are obviously going to pitch heavily, too. Sawyer Bridges pitched a lot, and Graham Lawson pitched a lot last year. Um, uh, Sawyer got hurt um, about halfway through the season, so he didn't. he was shut down, and Lawson didn't pitch in the fall just because of uh, arm soreness this summer. Um, so, but I think all three have, you know, I think Henson's uh, kind of a, a bullpen guy uh, that can uh, come in and be a kind of a middle reliever and then a setup man. And I think Graham Lawson and uh, Sawyer Bridges both have closer stuff. Um, I know that, you know, Lawson was kind of, he and Tyler Johnson talked a lot last year about, um, him kind of taking over that closer role and Lawson you know, had some control problems in his first start back to that arm soreness um, on Friday but uh, I think he's got I mean he was in the mid-90s uh, last year and you know, his velocity has only gotten better so I think he could be a, definitely a closer guy and I think uh, Sawyer Birch is also in that conversation too uh, for a closer role because of how, how hard he throws and just how strong he he is in you know his upper body and uh, I think both are are going to see their fair share of probably bullpen innings this year as you know key contributors. With a new staff in place, the feeling out process for the pitching staff continues to be a bit of a work in progress, and that has continued into the start of preseason practice here for head coach Mark Kingston, new pitching coach Skylar Mead. As far as the position players and the offense, Colin, a lot of returning players for the Gamecocks in 2018. The headliner, of course, is sophomore outfielder Carlos Cortez, who is from Aviedo, Florida, named preseason All-American third team by Baseball America last week. Cortez played in 50 games last year, started 43. He hit 286 and had a team-high 12 home runs and 41 ribbies. 
He made the SEC All-Freshman team and the SEC All-Tournament team. He had a huge week in Hoover last year with three home runs, eight knocked in, five runs scored, and eight walks. And Cortez has been named the number 35 best college prospect for the 2018 Major League Draft by Baseball America. And he was one of the top players in the Cape Cod League last summer. So Cortez anchors a part of a re- returning Gamecock offense that will feature T.J. Hopkins from Somerville, Jonah Bride, maybe the top third baseman in the SEC, Chris Cullen behind the plate, and Madison Stokes at shortstop. Yeah, and you know, the, the the pieces of the puzzle are there. But Bride, you know, Tolbert, and Riley Hogan started a little bit last year. Jake Olson, you know, some of those guys, and you know, now it's a matter of finding out how those pieces of the puzzle fit together, along with some of the new additions like Noah Campbell and um, Kyle Jacobson in, in the outfield. So, I think you know this offense is going to be really good. Mark Kingston, his staff has had a never proven track record of you know high scoring, high octane offense uh, with a lot of extra base hits. So, I think that you're going to see a lot of that this year. And I think, you know, now comes the question of, you know, how does the middle infield shake out? Um, because, you know, Noah Campbell's obviously uh, one of the candidates for that second base job, and Mark Kingston like what he, likes what he brings to the table. So, you know, how do the pieces kind of fall around that? I know L.C. Tolbert's been taking a little bit of reps at first base. Uh, Madison Stokes, obviously, is short. Um, and then you have Justin Rowe there, too, who's kind of a utility guy. Um, but they're... Um, Working with two, and Jonah Bride's kind of your set um, third baseman. Chris Collins kind of your set starting catcher. And then the outfield shakes out. You know, Carlos Cortez has been playing a lot of left field. T.J. Hopkins in center, and Jacob Olson is a natural right fielder from what Mark Kingston said. So I think those are that's kind of a lineup that I think is going to ultimately be the one you see on opening day. But um, still a lot of time to go, and still a lot of. A lot of at-bats and a lot of uh, fly balls to be had. Gamecock Central Radio 2018 Baseball Primer here. Emerson Phillips with staff writer Colin Taylor. A couple of odds and ends here, Colin. The Gamecock baseball team will hold a meet and greet with fans at the basketball game on Wednesday night this week at the Colonial Life Arena. The 2018 baseball posters will be handed out and players will be autographing those posters for fans. Autograph signing will start at 7.15 p.m. Wednesday night on the concourse at the CLA, and it will last for one hour. And we've got single-game baseball tickets going on sale on Friday of this week. You can call the Gamecock Ticket Office for more information. That number is 777-4274, 777-4274. Single-game baseball tickets going on sale on Friday. And, again, the season opener coming up on February the 16th against VMI, 4 o'clock first pitch at Founders Park for the Gamecock season opener. And, Colin, we had television times and games announced over the weekend here. Nine Gamecock baseball games will be televised on ESPN's family of networks. And we'll get it started with the bases loaded special. This will be the SEC Network's coverage of seven different ball games on one day. They're going to show – Bits and pieces of seven different SEC games on the opening weekend of SEC play. And the Gamecocks open up SEC play with the defending national champs, Florida Gators, coming to Founders Park on Friday, March the 16th. So that'll be fun on the SEC Network, the bases loaded special. The Sunday game against Florida, the third game of that opening weekend of SEC play, will be televised as well. One o'clock first pitch on ESPNU. 
The home series against Tennessee starting Thursday, March 29th will also be televised. And the uh, non-conference game against North Carolina up in Charlotte on April the 3rd will be televised as well. You can read more about television games on Gamecock Central and on GamecocksOnline.com. So, Colin, we're getting baseball cranked up here, and we're going to have a lot more baseball coverage to come on Gamecock Central. It should be a lot of fun, and uh, it's the best time of year with basketball and baseball going on simultaneously. So, uh, a lot to look forward to um, in Columbia over the next few weeks. All right, Colin, we appreciate your work, and we look forward to talking more baseball with you here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks very much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That's Colin Taylor, our staff writer with Gamecock Central, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older in present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.